Controversy, a show that uncovers the weird and wild stories behind the fonts that just aren't quite our type. I'm Lena Hall, and I'm here with our producer, Sean. I'm Sean. You're Sean. I am Sean. Okay, Sean. <laughs> Sean, on this day, on this day, I have a question for you. Okay. What, a, on this day? On this day, I have a question for in you. In history. On this day in history, I need to know. Oh, no. If you, for the rest of your life, oh. had to choose... One single carb to eat. It, ah. either, it either has to be rice, noodles, potatoes, or bread. This is this is the cruelest possible question I know. for me. That's why I'm asking I, it. Because I'm, I'm almost a, exclusively by carbs. I'm an inherently cruel person. <laughs> and I need to know. You can only choose one for the uh, rest of your life. Well, it's got it's got to be bread is the problem because okay. the bread encompasses so many of the bread things encompasses that I eat, a lot. Which is the muffin every single morning oh, that yeah. my body needs, that my body what craves. What kind of muffin? A blueberry muffin. A blueberry muffin's very good. Yeah, it is extremely good. I love. And yet Portland seems to be so confident that there's other options for muffins. Zucchini muffins, no. I do enjoy no. a zucchini muffin, but blueberry muffin is just like I would say S tier yeah. muffin, like. Specifically, Absolutely. even like the Costco blueberry muffins. That's the that thing. That have the like really thick things of sugar yeah. on it. Like, so good. A zucchini muffin, you got to work really hard to make that work. Yes. Blueberry muffin, baseline, it's, pretty good. Even if bad blueberry muffin's going to be a good muffin in yeah, general. Exactly. Um, I, I feel like I'm a rice person. Really? I might. Or maybe You're probably noodles. inherently healthier than me. I don't <laughs> know if I thing. am. But I just don't, I, in terms of carbs, I am such a like rice or noodles person that I don't know if I could ever, I don't, that's so hard for Maybe I think I would say noodles actually. (laughs) I think noodles. I think I had noodles last night. I had some, I had some spicy peanut noodles and they were delicious. I mean, that, that sounds pretty good actually. I, I, I do like noodles. It's, it's that's so, why it's I'm so asking hard people. That noodles are their own category. I know. I, I feel like noodles could be could be within the, the bready zone. It oh, could be within the ricey zone. That's like, that's why know. it's hard. That's why it's hard. Yeah. Okay, so you're welcome for that very good hypothetical to start start your day. Well, you know what this chat about food makes me think of immediately. Tell me. It makes me think of dog food. Uh, dog food. Yeah, because I, you know, that certainly is one of the carbs that I think could be yeah. classified as muffin or meat or whatever's in dog it's food. It's like there's a, a lot of stuff. A, I know they put wheat yeah. in dog food, but I was on the internet not too oh, long ago. Oh, I think ago, I know where this is going. And I was thinking about my favorite brand of dog food, and I, I had to go and, and gentle look them up. giants dog food. That's correct. It is gentle giants dog food. I the love dog food that is made by Burt Ward of the Batman of the, series. Isn't he from the 1960s. He was indeed Robin, and now he makes dog food that makes it's, dogs giant. It's so good. Um, and on the packaging, they have things that say, like, this dog is 28. <laughs> and it, it's like... <laughs> It feels like you're when not wrong. it feels like when you're like scrolling through like a kind of sketchy news site, yeah. and it's like <laughs> scientists hate her. <laughs> She's two hundred. Like what? Yeah. <laughs> this this is this is the secret. Mom doesn't want you to know. Yeah. No. Wowie zowie. G- Gentle giants. Also, they just have so much text everywhere. It is truly. I think what they have achieved, and I've I've marveled at them in the past for this. What Dr. Bronner's comes by just kind of like density of 
Franklin Gothic, they come by density of everything. Yes. Density they, of I imagery, mean, density of text. The, I think their logo is the Disney font. It It is. <laughs> Was that your phone? <laughs> well, yeah, it's it's uh, my my watch has helpfully uh, okay. found some things around property taxation and density of land development on thank JSTOR. You, thank you, Sean's watch. Yeah, it's really helpful. <laughs> yeah, but uh, um, they just have so much happening so everywhere. Much. And there's a whole lot of one specific font. There is. And I, I think I think, you know, exactly the font. I it's think I know exactly the font. Comic Sans. It's Comic Sans. And it, it really it. I think a, no small part of why this packaging looks the way it does is because of Comic Sans. It, it yes. has this weird flattening effect on on the aesthetics of everything that it touches, where it just sort of makes them look look all the. I don't want to say crappier, <laughs> but it if the shoe fits, it's like a weird font, and I I part of me hates it, but part of me is like I feel like there's. There's like a story there. There, uh, there's got to be feel, a story there. I feel like there's a story there. I, if only we had some sort of expert in in the vicinity who could who could like tell us about you know how Comic Sans came to be. What <laughs> what is this? I think I'm getting I'm getting a phone call, although I, it doesn't seem to be making any sound, which is a weird a weird facet. This of, is a very unprofessional, I don't know why Sean. That's, it, it's extremely unprofessional. <laughs> But, Are you answering the yeah, call? Yeah, I'm going to answer the call. Yeah, I, you know, uh, in the Ghostbusters middle of a 2016, podcast. I'm answering the call. Um, uh, hello, <laughs> hello, who's this? Oh, it's 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 Charlie Brown's teacher. Oh, hi. Oh wow, yeah, yeah. Oh, 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 it's it's actually Whitney. It's it's one of my students, Whitney. Uh, oh, you you. Now hold on, you are telling me that you are actually an expert in Comic Sans. Wow, it's very emphatic. Okay, I mean, I I guess it's, we are. I, I I know this seems unprofessional, but like we are recording a podcast, and we do have an established open door policy. Yes. So, may... <laughs> all right. I I guess we can we can make space for you. Why Why don't you? Oh, what's that? You're right outside. You're right outside the studio right now. Well, I guess I guess you could come right on in then. Uh, Whitney Whitney Griffith, everybody, come on in, Whitney. Woo! Hello! <laughs> Studio applause. Oh, uh, what an entrance. Wow, it's a good thing we got that applause machine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, secondhand seriously. from the Big Bang Theory. <laughs> wow. They what don't is, need it anymore. What a steal. Yeah. <laughs> do they, you know, I'm, I've never seen it, but do they use like an like live studio audience on young sheldon uh i think young sheldon Ooh, that's a good question young i've sheldon never watched is like it. a single camera i think I don't oh think, yeah that's my understanding know that. of the young sheldon experience honestly i don't know what you're talking about young, <laughs> young, young sheldon is like the the prequel sequel to big bang theory but oh, it's about sheldon yes. as okay. as young uh-huh He's Hence Sheldon, young Sheldon. POV, Sheldon is Smallland. young. Although that show has now been on the air long enough that I'm not sure Sheldon is young anymore. I, <laughs> uh, Sheldon to... just got his PhD, actually, and is <gasps> off living in... Um, 
Name location, place location <laughs> here. Reykjavik. Wow. In Iceland. Um, yeah, it's, yeah. I'm so proud of him, you know? It's, I mean, I'm glad that he's setting out on his own. Yeah. I, I, I just hope he doesn't descend into like living with a bunch of roommates and then, because that's just, and there's no way that's not just, just like kind of mean yeah. to him. Yeah, and they've been living together way too long at a certain point and it starts to yeah. feel like, are you just and treading also, water in yeah. your life? He has a really cool girlfriend. Yeah. And maybe he should just like not live with these kind of mean roommates anymore. Yeah, but yeah. you know Sheldon, he's torn about that. You know, he can't just abandon his roommates. Yeah, that is the thing. Have you ever watched like there? There's YouTube videos of people who've extracted the uh, laugh track from like Friends, <laughs> and it's just like the it's them cr- without the the laugh. Yeah, yeah it's and it's crazy. just cruel. It's just so it's like they're crazy. just constantly dunking on each other yeah. in ways that are not because very when there's nice. no laugh, you're like, oh, this is so mean. Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. And then there's just dead silence after everything that they say. What a wild era in television. <laughs> truly, truly strange. Very. Um, Speaking we- of yeah. Comic Sans, did someone say Comic Sans? <laughs> Uh, place the like inception sound like the (laughs) (laughs) um yeah i have thoughts on comic sans tell me your thoughts yeah comic sans a questionable questionable typeface Yes. Yeah, I would yes. Say so. I, I mean, would it say seems so. questionable. Would you call it controversial? Because I would. I would. In fact, I would even call it controversial. Controversial. Oh my gosh! Can I plug controversy right now? <laughs> <laughs> Can you plug a podcast yeah, that you, you're on? If you like, love controversy, you should check out this show. Controversy. If you, like and subscribe. This is actually sponsored by controversy. <laughs> Wait. Also, I'm supposed to be controlling the budget of controversy. Oh God, <laughs> we don't have money for this. <laughs> Whitney, yes. So it's like kind of controversial, right? And we can. It is controversial, Cheryl. You know what? Lots of these 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 words words all kind of jumble a little bit. They're talk about controversial. I mean, people have strong feelings about Comic Sans, as I think a lot of us know, Mm -hmm. as a lot of us do. Yeah, (laughs) true. Yes, yes. And I think the 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 big criticism i guess you could say is how childish it is uh, and it's it's really it's funny when you see it used in different with different contexts like in the professional like workplace yeah you know i had a coworker one time who had their email signature in comic sans and it was kind of like hmm that's an interesting choice i love that honestly it, it was it's like, brave it is it's brave. brave um she was unaware of, you know, the kind of um, the general oh, attitudes on Comic yeah. Sans. So yeah. we had to kind of talk to her and say, you know, it's maybe not the best font to represent our firm. Yeah. <laughs> you used um, to see that all the time, though, with people mm-hmm. who wanted that, that trying to capture that sense of like it being a signature, this handwritten mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. And yeah. That's as close as you can get on like a default Windows computer. Yeah. You know? Yep. Yeah. And people used to use it to make their business cards. Whoa. Yeah. That's Yep, just that's a big that. step. It is. It is. So that's really interesting. It's been really interesting to learn about the history of Comic Sans and how it's used now versus how it was used when it first was well, introduced. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm sure when people were making it, they were not like, 
we want to make a font people purposefully use because it's bad. But yeah. it's not like, but I don't want to say it. It's bad. like yeah. ironic bad. Yeah. Ironic bad and, and sometimes insulting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So that's like kind of wild. Yeah. Like that, how that progression happens. Yeah. Where does it where does it come from? Well, let me tell you. So. Comic Sans was first designed by Vincent Conner, who actually developed it for Microsoft. So he was a Microsoft designer, um, and he joined Microsoft in 93 um, after working as a typographic engineer at CompuGraphic. Oh, oh interesting. Yeah. So would he, it, would prob- type- yeah, would he probably t- would have been digitizing old, oh. like cold type i was gonna say what is that and you just answered my question that's my guess i mean I that, that would make sense probably tell you that then te- teacher sean teacher sean <laughs> so bless your heart teaching. you're so good yes we're in class right now we're oh, learning yeah. we are, we yeah, are, we are learning. technically in class like my brain is so full from learning right now <laughs> it's so full no but honestly like i've learned a lot that has it's really genuinely interesting about Comic Sans. And in 1994, he worked on this typeface that was meant to be launched with Microsoft Bob. What Do is, you know Microsoft Bob? I, I am Microsoft not familiar. Bob? Microsoft Robert. <laughs> Microsoft Robert. Robert. The professional edition, of the, course. Yes, yes. Microsoft Bob. So that was the program when people started having computers in their home, you know, in the early 90s especially when they're getting familiar with having computers there was this screen when you logged on that was kind of like computers aren't scary look this belongs in your home and there was the library bookshelves in the background a fireplace oh, it was oh, like this illustrated like cozy scene. yeah cozy there was an armchair wait so your workplace is like a cartoon version of a workplace on your computer <laughs> I suppose so. I suppose that's supposed to make it feel approachable. <laughs> Although, you know what? So, Vinny, Vincent Vinny, you know, however we like to refer to him. Yeah. He, Vin. He, Vin, yes. V, if you're like on a close personal, you know, basis. Yeah, like yeah. we are. Yes, exactly. So he, he and Mr. Diesel love to hang out, <laughs> yeah, I assume. V, v and V, you know. Yeah. V squared. V squared. V squared, yes. They call themselves. <laughs> Sure is. Um, Yeah, so he actually saw that the font being used for Microsoft Bob was Times New Roman. Ooh. And he was like, no, no. No, no. Yeah. That's a good response to have for something that's supposed to be like warm and inviting. Exactly. Like Times New Roman's not it. No. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's just wrong. And so he wanted to make a typeface or or a font that was more appropriate for Microsoft Bob, obviously, to... The whole point of it was to make these things approachable, more accessible. And so he thought, you know, let's have a font that represents that. So he started developing Comic Sans based on comics. It was kind of, he loved comics. You know, so the, kind of like that traditional, like, mm-hmm. comic book font style. Yes. Huh. Yes. I never put that together. Like, those are very similar. Yeah. Right? I actually hadn't either. Like, I remember I used Comic Sans a lot in third grade. <laughs> Like, I feel like we have a close relationship, even though, you know, we haven't seen each Third other in Third grade, Whitney. Years. Yes. And Comic Sans. Yes. Two peas in a pod. Two pe- We were the best of friends, you know. It was I, the best of times. We went everywhere together. It was also not the was, worst of times. It was, it was, it was the best bicycle. of times. It was the best of times until it became the worst of times, which is when I realized, I don't know that I want to be using Comic Sans anymore. Wow. Yeah. You know, I was like... 24 just kidding (laughs) that was the the font i was using exclusively no just kidding (laughs) so 
Yeah, uh, Comic Sans. Yeah, so so designed kind of to have that energy of of comics, more like handwritten, you know, kind of kind of feel. But it didn't actually make it into Microsoft Bob. So by oh. the time, that- so he made this whole font, <laughs> yes. and it wasn't even used for what he made it for. Correct. Wow. That oh is God. correct. They actually stuck with Times New Roman. Oh, no. They stuck with Times New Roman. Boo. So oh, no. The interesting thing, though, so Microsoft Bob was actually launched in 95, so he had been working on this for a little while. But by the time Comic Sans was launched, Microsoft Bob was, like, no longer. Oh. Um, so it did, yeah, so oh. it didn't make it into Microsoft Bob. The funny thing was that Comic Sans stuck around and is still being used a lot today. Yeah, so what happened, absolutely. Yeah, so what happened after Microsoft Bob is Comic Sans became part of, like, the the font package by Microsoft. Where, oh. you know, the oh. free for people to use. It was one of a limited number of so fonts. So it would be like when you use Word or something, that's just, like, one of the fonts that's already yeah. on there. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, you know, you get, like, Times New Roman and Arial courier you know to homa and verdana we can all yes. tell the difference between the two of those yeah <laughs> absolutely so different. but yes. then you have all of those like pretty sh- standard like kind of straight edge fonts and comic sans <laughs> and comic sans they have an x on their hands at the show comic sans is yeah. kind of the party animal <laughs> the party animal yeah absolutely um and and funny so like yeah, I picture Comic Sans on like birthday invitations. Uh, yeah. Yes, yeah. I can remember many of my own yes. that were done with Comic Sans. Oh, for sure, and some really good clip art from oh. Word. Yep, yep, yeah. yep. The the clip like the Clippy. What was the the paper clips? Oh, that yes. was Clippy. Yeah, that was Clippy. Yep, that's exactly. They go hand. They're the real best friends. Actually, I <gasps> sometimes I get yeah. jealous. But. <laughs> Uh, that's definitely, I think that's what a lot of people think of, you know. But then you have people who have used it for things like gravestones. Oh. Or, oh, no. Um, yeah, okay. Oh, no. Yeah, or even like funeral service forms and Ooh. war memorials. Ooh. Uh... <laughs> Whitney, you've, you've passed us some pictures here yep. of, of all three of these great things. I... They're real. They exist. They really are. <gasps> the... One of these legitimately looks photoshopped. <laughs> Is it the gravestone one? It's the war memorial. Yeah, the war oh. memorial. It does not look real. It's real. It's Correct. very intense. The war memorial. It is intense. Although, oh, but it looks like it was changed. Yeah, I hope so. Well, it's we do hope that ch- um, since oh, changed as of yeah, twenty sixteen. That's right. <laughs> but the funeral service form, even just seeing cremation listed with a price. Oh. First of all, like not fun, but or also comical. yeah, to have it in Comic Sans really. Really I feel like you hear it. the you hear comic sands, and that should not be your automatic go to for something as serious. It should yeah. actually be sans comic. But I wonder if that's yeah, like, it should be sans comic. If that's what they're trying to do is like this is a very a very serious heavy thing, and we want to lighten it up. We want to make yeah. it fun and easy going. I get in the blow of death. Yeah, so, yeah, because it's <laughs> you can do that. Yeah. Um, well, so you know, I, I appreciate people's creativity. I don't know. <laughs> so aside from, you know, the kind of ironic, maybe even like f- meme sort of um, it's very of comic It's dance, meme-y. It's meme It's very it meme It is meme It's so fun to meme with it. But actually, something that 
people don't know necessarily on the other on the flip side of there being a lot of criticism and hatred is that Comic Sans can help with dyslexia and other reading disabilities. Yes. So there is a lot of kind of like we think this, you know, we've we've only done a couple studies. It's been hard to do studies, but like several are out there that are like, does it really help with dyslexia? Like, what is it about it? And it's interesting because for designers especially don't like about Comic Sans more specifically is they feel like it was kind of underdeveloped, like Mm, um, just kind of lazy. Yeah. I mean, it's very it's handwriting ish. It is. And it's handwriting ish in like ways that typefaces aren't where, you know, most typefaces you have letters that are essentially mirrors of each other, like Mm -hmm. B and D. Those are just the same letter flip them upside down and it's p and q yeah Mm -hmm. and that's often how they're designed yeah like you you build out one of those and it kind of just flip it all around Mm -hmm. but comic sans they're all really different is that part of why it's like effective for for dyslexia so that is that's a theory i think there are a few i've looked at comic sans kind of compared against other fonts that are supposed to help with dyslexia and they seem pretty different comic sans doesn't have a lot of contrast in the actual letter forms, but some of the other fonts I've looked at, like in constant or dyslexia, like I know in constant gives you a lot of options for the different typeface. This is going to get kind of technical, but you have the you have a font family, a typeface, and then you have like bold, regular, italics. With this one, you can actually <laughs> change the size, like the the weight of like the bottom half of the letters, so that the baseline oh. where the where the, all of the letters are kind of resting, you know, the line. If you're writing on lined paper, those you can change so that it, it it'll help you with tr- tracking when you're reading to make things more fluid and. So those are very different examples for fonts, but I think as, aside from the the uh, you know it's a it's a lazy font. AIGA actually, it's the American Institute of Graphic Arts. I've heard of them. Yes, yes, it's, I know of them. It's a, you know, it's, it's a great organization. Lots of resources. Check it out. But they had a design conference, and they used a hashtag, well, I should say Liz Jackson, who she founded a disability-led design organization called the Disabled List, and they had the hashtag Comic Sans Takeover, and it was about actually advocating for the font, and a lot of the reasoning was that it makes design more inclusive. They're pushing for a more inclusive design mindset, which is actually exactly what she said, so it's about reflecting the realities of people, which is really, really That's cool. That's just cool. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Yeah, because it's, it's more than just like, well, you know, it might help people read. It's like, no, it means more than this, you know, making things more accessible and really influencing how people learn. Like, are they yeah. using it in their reading materials in school or, you know, whatever it is, let's not discount the look of the typeface as much as we might the others as designers especially yeah absolutely like i definitely remember a lot of teachers using comic sans and it was just so inviting Mm -hmm. i feel like it could be a really good resource for just encouraging that kind of thing Mm -hmm. like yeah just fun let it be fun yeah just you do you everyone yeah you do you it can be fun but it can also increase access and that's like kind of a special kismet to, yeah, not, to bring together. not a lot of things can claim that they do that. No. Which is yeah. just so neat that something that we kind of poke fun at has so much 
depth. Yeah. 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 I think when I started doing design, I was like, why have I seen Comic Sans in the recent history? What is this doesn't belong? But yeah, I do think that's really interesting and really to me is really cool that it's, you know, encouraging people to use different things that will help them learn. Like yeah. you can cater or you can create your own system, if you will. So that is one really interesting thing that I learned. I feel so enlightened. Yeah, I do yeah, too. I, I mean, I, I know we started this episode kind of treating treating Comic Sans as a joke, which I think is often where it sits yeah, in people's it definitely mind, especially is. designers who yeah. maybe like have when some they, judgment When they use it. it, it's like always ironic. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like knowing that there is a real legitimate use and because it's everywhere, it can actually help people, you know, with one of the most widespread reading disabilities that there is like mm -hmm. that's huge yeah it really is it's funny one other study i read about a little bit and also i have a team of researchers who have worked on this that have a lot of information here it's, <laughs> it's so great like it's it's been really great i was thinking like comic sans it's gonna be fun goofy ridiculous which it is yeah. but but yeah there there's a lot of depth to it After, yeah honestly yeah my my mind feels feels totally changed whitney i, I feel so like much clearer about it because i myself have used comic stands as like a jo <gasps> jokey kind of thing yeah uh, recently really? i was i was pandering uh, to to a video game company to give me free resources in the See, game and i did that with comic stands <laughs> no Oh, it, but, but I'm going to keep trying. Really keep at it. That's what we like to hear. Yeah. yeah. It is the font that they use in the game. So oh. I think it's just apt. <laughs> Thank you, Comic Sans. Thank you, Comic Sans. I don't know so why much when you said apt, I'm imagining the word app, but in it's air quotes. Apt. Yes. And then just a T stuck at the end. <laughs> apt. Apt is a apt. word, isn't it? It is actually oh, a word. Oh, okay. And yeah. For a second, I thought I made it up. No. I was kind of where Sean was on that one, honestly. And I was like, like you, I apped that. Like, is it a verb? You know? I, you could app that. Planet of the apps. Oh, no. <gasps> the that's new? a yes. real show that's that Apple favorite. made, everybody. That's my favorite Apple show. thought that was a great idea to make that show. <laughs> Lena just has a look of horror. Is that real? Do it's you a real Apple? show. Oh, no. <laughs> that, that's the first Apple-produced show pre-Apple TV. They made a show called Planet of the Apps, which is a reality show about developing apps. Oh, my God. <laughs> truly, truly an unimaginable piece of media. Um, yeah. So one last thing that I, I feel like is really rounds this out nicely is that the designer, there were designers... Um, who they were, it was a married couple actually and they supposedly bonded over their hate of comic sans oh. which not to kind of bring this back to a a place of you know mockingness but it is kind of ironic to me because they came up with a designed manifesto about how much they hate comic sans they say ban comic sans that's kind of their, their oh thing. My God. yeah that was a big energy around 2010-ish yes yeah. yes and so their their website has this has all this stuff and they have merch so you can buy a ban comic sans t-shirt or a bumper sticker or hat or that's mug, so fun all of these things which irony is great yeah you know? and, it's so good it's and so they're good. In a way, Comic Sans brought them together. So from their hate came love. And money, <gasps> I'm sure. Yeah, well, wow. yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure they were able to make a profit. Which, I feel them. like today, from my hate, 
came blow of Comic Sans. <laughs> Today from your hate, your hate is no longer. My hate is no longer. I hate has so turned into love. You. Oh no. That's what we strive to do here at Fontroversy. So <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much, Whitney. Yeah, thank oh my you, God. Whitney. Oh my God. It's so, it's so lucky you, you happened to be You just were outside. outside. Oh my God. I was like, I'm going to call Sean. I have things to say, and wow. Yeah. I, Look at I'm that. getting some Comic Sans vibes. Yeah, I'm so really happy. So good. Happy you had me. Thank you so much. Well, thank you again, and thanks to all of you for listening. If you'd like, spread the word by visiting fontroversy.com. You can visit our Instagram there with tons of pictures of the work we mentioned here. Our segment producer on this episode was Whitney McPhee. Our researchers were Ashley Heek and Sophia Stoker. Our story editors were Anna Stanton and Hannah Joseph. This show is designed by us, the students of the Portland State Graphic Design Program, as part of Sean Schumacher's Design 399 Public Design Communication in spring of 2023. To learn more about this stuff we have at PSUGD, check out psu.gd or at PSUGD on Instagram. That's controversy. I'm Lena Hall. I'm Sean Schumacher. And I'm Whitney McPhee. Get out there and keep it controversial. <laughs> we'll do that. We will do that. Bless you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs>